0: Hello everyone and welcome to the All Out Sports Podcast. This is our second episode and today we'll be discussing the Week 6 preview for the Green Bay Packers um, and a little bit of the NFC North breakdown. Uh, We'll go over some other NFL news um, and briefly discuss the NBA Finals coming to a close. To start off with Week 6, the Green Bay Packers will be traveling to Tampa Bay to face Tom Brady and the Buccaneers. Uh, the Packers are coming off a bye week, uh, which allowed them to get healthy. Uh, we'll see some key key faces back in the fold with Devontae Adams back, Kenny Clark potentially coming back. Um, you will not see Alan Lazard yet. He's on IR minimum of three weeks, but probably going to be a little bit more since he had core muscle surgery. Um, Another person we won't see yet is Christian Kirksey. Um, The thought is that he will be back a little bit sooner than Lazard will be, uh, which will be huge as the Packers currently have two young faces filling in at linebacker. Uh, The pro football focus key matchups on offense and defense, uh, Jair Alexander lining up against Mike Evans um, with the Buccaneers playing Last Thursday, this has given Mike Evans some time to heal up um, and get to 100%. And potentially the return of Chris Godwin for the Buccaneers as well, giving Tom Brady his one-two punch at wide receiver. Um, And then the Packers' pass rush versus the Tampa offensive line. Um, Zadarius Smith has been incredible this year. Um, He's got five sacks um, in the four games that they've played. But uh, Preston Smith has had a little bit of a down year to start off the first four weeks of the season. Um, could be contributing on multiple things. Uh, not much of an off season for him to prepare himself. Um, maybe double teams. Teams focused on, on him more. But look for him to step up. He's got a half a sack in the first four weeks. Obviously quite a ways off from the Standard he had set last year in the contract he had got the previous off season. Um but also the Packers are gonna have Devontae Adams back, which will help Aaron Rodgers um in the offense. Um the Tampa run defense won't be able to zone in on Aaron Jones as much with Rodgers having Devontae Adams back in the fold. Uh Devontae Adams is a ninth graded wide receiver according to pro football focus. Um, with an 80.4 overall grade. Um, And Aaron Rodgers is the number one quarterback by quite a bit of a margin. He's got a 96.3 grade compared to Tom Brady, who is third, with an 88.4 grade. Um, Still pretty incredible for how old Tom Brady is and how many years he's been in the league. Um, But, yeah, some Green Bay Packers key stats. Uh, the Packers are third overall in team grade, according to Pro Football Focus. Uh, the stat that I, I really like and really says a lot about Aaron Rodgers and the season he's having so far, he has zero turnover-worthy throws this year, um, and no other quarterback has less than two. Um, Kind of surprising, Um, but on the other hand, Aaron Rodgers has always been very good at taking care of the ball and avoiding the turnovers. Um obviously that's incredible through four weeks to have zero turnover worthy throws. Um and then the Packers offensive line features the number one graded left tackle and the number one center in Corey Lindsley and David Bakhtiari. Um going against a Tampa defensive line who will be a bit shorthanded for the rest of the year without star defensive lineman Vita Via. Um he's been phenomenal this year, really good in the run defense. Uh you pair him and Domican Sue together and you get a a really, really good D tackle and nose tackle combination, which can be scary for the run game. Uh they they are a top run defense for a reason and Vita Via was a huge part of that. Um but kind of the cliche, but the next man has to step up is probably what you're gonna be hearing from Bruce Arians regarding that. Um the NFC North breakdown uh, the Packers are four and0 with the Chicago Bears hot on their tail at four and one. then quite a bit of a drop off to the Detroit Lions at one and three, and the Minnesota Vikings at one and four. Like I said, the Green Bay Packers are traveling to Tampa Bay uh, to face the Buccaneers who are three and two. A key game for the NFC North and a key week for the NFC North as well as the NFC South. Uh the Chicago Bears are taking on the Carolina Panthers, who are also three and two. Um so we're gonna find out who who's gonna take control of the divisions, um, with the NFC North kind of taking on the NFC South this week. Um there's three teams tied at three and two um in the NFC South. Um and then you got the Packers and Bears battling it out at the top. Uh then you got the Detroit Lions. Who are traveling to the Jacksonville Jaguars to face the one and four jaguars um a chance for Detroit to kind of sneak back into the picture to get to two and three um and then the Minnesota Vikings coming off a fairly well played game for them uh playing the Seattle Seahawks and losing by the one point um I'm not so sure what to make of Mike Zimmer's decision to go for the fourth and one fourth and inches. Um I, I preferably and I personally would always take the eight point lead. Um, especially on such a short field goal attempt, obviously nothing is guaranteed. However, I think I would go for the for sure points or the more likely points scenario and go up eight. Um, knowing that you have Russell Wilson on the other side, who has always been clutch and always came up huge in those moments. Um cause, Because if he drives the length of the field, gets a touchdown, at the end of the day, he still has to convert a two-point conversion to tie the game. Uh, And then you you play the odds in overtime, whether you win the coin toss or not. Um, But I still think I would have kicked the field goal to go up by eight um, and and really put the pressure on Wilson to convert not only the touchdown but the two-point conversion as well. Um, but the Minnesota Vikings are travel, uh, playing the Atlanta Falcons, who are 0-5. Uh, they just fired their head coach, Dan Quinn, and GM Thomas Dimitrov. Um, so look to see a uh, really rejuvenated and, and motivated Atlanta Falcons team after the head coach and GM were fired due to the poor play in the 0-5 record, um, the fourth-quarter come, comebacks that they have given up uh, I believe being up 16 back-to-back weeks in the fourth quarter and losing those games. Um, so the Minnesota Vikings can look to get back on track and uh, look to rewrite the ship and get to 2-4, and four, or dropping to 1-5 and five and their playoff hopes looking slim to none. In other NFL news, uh, the first bit of trade information is coming out. Um, with the trade deadline fast approaching at in about a month's time, the New York Jets are trying to trade Le'Veon Bell. Um, might be surprising to some, and some it might not be surprising. He's at a down two years in New York so far. Uh, nowhere near the production that we saw him have in Pittsburgh. Um, but uh, however, he he does have the talent. Um, but there's just not talent in New York. Um, I think he could be a a really good pickup for a contending team that's in need of running back depth. Um, But he's got a big contract that you're going to take on, um, and he's got more than just this year left on it. So you're going to have to be willing to pay a a pretty big chunk of change to a running back when you don't know exactly what you're going to get. If you're going to get the old Le'Veon Bell, who is, who can have a 1,000-yard rushing and 1,000-yard receiving season, or if you're going to get the New York, New York Le'Veon Bell, who has struggled to get going at all. And then do the Tennessee Titans finally have their outbreak under control? um, With a lot of positive cases and a positive case to an assistant coach on Sunday uh, kind of put the game for tonight in a bit of jeopardy, but the NFL determined that the, it was an isolated case and not due to the outbreak that had, like the other cases. Um, so, does that make you confident that the outbreak is under control? Um, the Tennessee Titans are playing the Buffalo Bills tonight in a matchup of two undefeated teams, and the Titans at 3-0 and and the Buffalo Bills at 4-0. and uh, The Titans haven't played in almost two weeks. Uh, and um, it, this is going to be the first Tuesday night game since 2010. Um, very shorthanded Titans team due to the COVID-19 outbreak. They'll be without Corey Davis, um, Adam Humphreys, two of their top three wide receivers. Uh, they'll be without star defensive tackle Jeffrey Simmons, it sounds like, who has been a monster on the defensive line and is emerging star. Um, also potentially without Christian Fulton, rookie defensive back, um, Adoree Jackson being still on IR, uh, look for the bills to take advantage of them through the air and the ground with key additions out, uh, in the secondary and on the defensive line. Daquan Jones starting nose tackle also just coming off the COVID reserve list. Um, so he might not be 100% either. So look for the Buffalo Bills to really take advantage of those holes and missing pieces on the defense for the Titans. Uh, I believe for the Titans to have a chance tonight, they're going to have to ride Derrick Henry. Uh, Obviously, they have ridden him all season long. He has had quite a few carries in the first three weeks of the season, Um, but look for that to keep up in uh, the matchup tonight with the Buffalo Bills because without Corey Davis and Adam Humphreys, A.J. Brown is returning, but you're going to have one of your top three wideouts. Um, your offensive line has been together all year, so look for that to uh, really be their ground game and and the really good chance to move the ball on offense without Corey Davis and Humphreys. Um, and transferring from the NFL and going to the NBA... We saw the NBA Finals wrap up on Sunday, um, resulting in the Lakers winning the series over the Miami Heat 4-2. to uh, LeBron James won his fourth NBA championship and fourth Finals MVP. And Anthony Davis winning his first NBA championship. Um, really a dominant showing for the Lakers' defense. Um, it appeared to me that Jimmy Butler was out of gas. Um which you kind of had to expect as the effort and time and emotion that he put into games one through five, trying to carry the Miami Heat to those two victories um, and truly incredible performances on his part. Um, Clutch bucket after clutch bucket in game five to give them that win um, as well. Um, Game three, he was phenomenal with the 40-point triple-double. Um, game 5, the matchup between him and LeBron was phenomenal. LeBron going for 40, Jimmy Butler going for 35, both shooting the ball at an incredible percentage. Clutch bucket after clutch bucket in the last 2-3 to three minutes of the game. Um, really turned out to be a, a better series than many expected. Um, I just think that's the Miami Heat culture, and, and they really fight for everything. Um, nothing's given, and, and they know that. Um and they're not shy of the work to be put in. Uh playing with some young guys without Goran Dragic in games two through five, he uh came back game six but did not look anywhere near one hundred percent. Um, but you you gotta commend the guy on on wanting to be out there with his teammates to try and help them win. Um, Tyler Hero was not so great in game six, but incredible playoff run for someone you weren't expecting. A huge contribute, a huge to be a huge contributing factor, um, but you got to commend that he was phenomenal all playoffs long, as well as Duncan Robinson really heated up in Game Five, was a key part in that win alongside Jimmy Butler, um, and then Anthony Davis. The reporter had asked him after the, they won the championship his plans for the off season, a uh, huge topic of concern for the Lakers. Um, some fans believe he, he'll re-sign and are extremely confident. Um, But as we saw with Ka- Kawhi Leonard after they won the championship and he left to go to L.A. to the Clippers, it, it makes you concerned a little bit as a Lakers fan Um, whether Anthony Davis re-signs or not. As, as good as LeBron James is, he, he can't do it by himself. So with him re-signing or not, that kind of puts a damper on your championship expectations if if he does decide to leave however um I think he could potentially resign looking at the relationship him and LeBron have built over time um it, it really it really looks like they have a great relationship and great friendship on and off the floor um, and expect the best out of each other so with that being said i I would say he would re-sign um and they hope to go back to back and compete for a second championship in a row um obviously you're going to have the milwaukee bucks right there with them the the clippers right there with them um potentially miami heat if they can get another piece or two um but there's going to be some tough competition. Golden State will be back um, with the return of Steph Curry and Klay Thompson. Um, a key point of view there is going to be can Draymond Green return to his uh, form or is he starting to slip off a little bit. Um, but I really think the Milwaukee Bucks and Giannis Antetokounmpo are going to be motivated as ever after the, their lackluster performance against Miami in the playoffs, I really think they're going to try and get a different piece in there and, and get some more help for Giannis and Chris Middleton to kind of try and elevate them to championship level. Um, obviously, Giannis being back-to-back MVP um, and having, not having made it to the finals yet, he really needs to take the next step to be among the all-time greats and get to that top step. Um, but there, it's not going to be easy with the amount of competition and the superstar duos that are together. Um, I think potentially it could be a Lakers-Bucks finals uh, previewing for next season. However, it is way too early to tell... Um, Hopefully there's no major injuries for any of the teams and everyone's completely healthy so we can have a, a great run to the finals again. Um, however, I, I'm tending to think the Bucks are going to try and make a trade for another high-level player. Um, a lot of rumors have been out there about Chris Paul. I'm not sure about Chris Paul. I don't know if the Bucs could swing that. Um, having to match his salary uh he's got a high salary he 's getting up there in age um you might be worried about drop off maybe not this year this coming year, but a year or two down the road. You never know though um I think if they added Chris Paul, they would have to be championship favorites um I think chris Paul was an m v p candidate this year um and really did a phenomenal job in o k c leading that young team. Who many expected to be a top five team picking in the lottery. Um, so, you got to commend Chris Paul on what he did last year, and he would be a huge addition to the Bucks, and I think immediately put them as title favorites. Thank you for listening to the Wisconsin's All Out Sports podcast. Um, look for a new episode uh probably thursday um and keep tuning in uh we'll be getting more content out there as um, we get more viewers and really really hit the ground running after we can get our website launched um i will let you guys know when that happens and thanks for listening and have a good day